the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm going to take care of some business, and then we're going to get to the calls. We have two open lines. We've got three already taken, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or if there's an argument in your family that you want somebody to chime in on, as long as you fairly, fairly (laughs) explain both sides of the issue, I'll chime in and take one side or the other. Automatic Transmission Exchange is one of the best transmission shops in town, if not the best. He's been around since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. It's okay for you to call them, make an appointment. As long as you can make the problem happen, they'll take a ride with you. But what you can't do is take one of their technicians on a three-hour jaunt through the downtown Phoenix trying to get something that happens only on Thursday afternoon at 3.12 p.m. So, Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, one of the best transmission shops I've ever been around in all my life. Stan, you're up first. How can I help you? Hey, Mark, a uh, long time uh, no talk to you. I remember talking to you at the other place that that other place used to be at, but I've uh, been to your shop many times, very impressed. Um, I have an 09 Jeep Compass, four-wheel drive, 2.4 liter. This thing's got some really crazy electrical problems that... Uh, Needed an L2 sensor, replaced L2 sensor, and everything just went haywire after that. Okay. PCM, uh, maybe? Well, no, no. You're, boy, you just jumped from I have a fever to I need yeah. uh, my brain, I need a lobotomy. You, um, l- let's, let's, just because it has an O2 sensor code, nine times out of ten, it does not need another sensor. Let me explain. Everything in your car is five volts. One volt is low and 5 volts is high. So the O2 sensor simply tells the computer who controls the faucet of the fuel. It says, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. He says, you got the faucet open way too much, 4.5, 4.5. And so the computer takes the faucets and starts shutting it down, and then the O2 sensor goes 3, 2.5, 2.2, and then the computer goes perfect, and it stops right there. This happens 10 times a second. So when the O2 sensor is squawking, everybody replaces the O2 sensor, but that actually fixes only about 10% of the problems. You've got to go in and find the vacuum leak that's thrown the air-fuel mixture off. You've got to go in and find out why you've got too much fuel or not enough fuel or too much air or not enough air. So it's really simple to figure that out if you have a scanner and you understand what the numbers mean. So if I open up and I plug into your scanner and the O2 sensor sitting there at 4, then it's saying, give me more fuel. So then the question is, is well, it's, oh, wait a minute, there's a big vacuum leak right over here on the purge valve. So I plug the valve, the purge valve, and then all of a sudden, psh, the problem goes away. So the O2 sensor is seeing a vacuum leak, 
And so it sets the code because it says, I got the information from the O2 sensor. <laughs> but really, the O2 exactly. sensor is the messenger, not the... So just... Right. Uh, it, it won't take much to... This is not my first O2 sensor. This is probably like my second or third in the last three or four years yeah. of having the vehicle. So, yeah, Okay, so... Uh, and then the other electrical issues that I'm having, just coincidental or, um, I mean, some really strange stuff like um, uh, the dash light flashing, almost like it's got a, a low battery condition almost. It's just uh, strange things are occurring. It's either well, demonic or... Uh, <laughs> well, it, you, I think what we need to do is we know, need to go back and have you looking over our sh- shoulder and show us wh- what you unplugged, what you plugged in, what you did exactly, go back through it. Because yes, this it you have a bunch of problems that you didn't have before you replaced the O2 sensor. We need to back that train up back to the beginning, and and then we need to start there and move forward. Do you have the old O2 sensor, or did you already toss it? No, I do. I still have it. Okay, that's what I would do if I were you. I'd put that big dog back in, take that other one back out, make sure you connected them right, and see how many problems you have left. But really and truly, many of the symptoms that you talked about are not related to the O2 sensor and the computer. So um, if you've got all kinds of weird things going on, then we've lost the ground. We've got power. We've got an alternator running wild, running at 16, 17 volts. We've got a dead short somewhere in the system that's causing all kinds of dash lights to light up, that kind of stuff. And again, on a 1 to 10 scale, those are about a 5 or a 6, maybe a 7, but they're not, they're not a 9 or a 10. Okay? Right, right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And Steve, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mark. I've got a uh, 1980 F-150. Drove it up a lot. The uh, I've had some work done on the engine recently by a Scottsdale uh, repair shop, and mm-hmm. they can't seem to fix some dripping leaks in the oil. And I'm I'm wondering, is that pretty much common for an older car like this? Okay, or I do missed... I just have a bad mechanic? Well, what, no, I'm not going to I'm not going uh, to comment. Tell me what the year making model was again, because I missed that. Sure, 1980 F-150. Okay. Okay. Here's what's kind of important. If it, as an engine gets older, it builds up internal pressure, and obviously that creates oil leaks. But the PCV valve is a vacuum cleaner for the pressure. So PCV positive crankcase ventilator. So the PCV valve plugs in on one side of the engine on the valve cover or at the back of the carburetor in your Ford probably, and then we have a air an airflow. And we have fresh air coming into the engine, and the PCV valve is on the other side of the engine. So clean air goes in. PCV valve is the vacuum cleaner. It sucks that all the fuel molecules and all the trash out of the engine and sends it into the motor, and then it goes out the tailpipe. So if you have internal pressure because your PCV system is down or because somebody put a cork in the valve cover so we don't have fresh air going in anymore, then, yeah, that's going to cause all kinds of leaks. So I think you need a fresh pair of eyes. Are you talking about a Scottsdale shop you, you, you're at now? Don't say the name of the shop, but is that a Scottsdale shop? It is. That's right. Okay. It, um, is it anywhere near Pima and McDowell? No, it's in North Scottsdale. Okay. I, I want to send you to Craig at Bell Automotive at, at the 101 in McDowell. He's on the north side of the road. It's like 8600 McDowell. Um, Craig's an old guy. He's as smart as you as you get. His wife Vicky runs the front counter. This is going to be a piece of cake on a one to ten scale. This is a three for him. 
And so the question is, I've got some oil leaks, and and here's where they seem to be coming from, and would you just check for some of the reasons why? And Mark Salem said, if if you don't have a list of places to look, then call him. And then he'll call me and use bad words, but he won't do that in front of you, but it's okay because all my friends cuss at me. <laughs> but, would you give me the name of that company again, please? Sure. It's called Bell Automotive, B-E-L-L okay. Automotive, like 8600 East McDowell, north side of the road. Yep. And, and, Thank and, you, Mark. And remember, Pima's, like, sure. I think, 88th Street. So right. um, yeah, it you're just, right. it's just west of that. Good luck to you. Thank you, Mark. Oh, you betcha. All righty, Brian, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. I've been going to ask you this, and I finally got a chance to call. About 40 years ago, I worked for a major agricultural equipment manufacturer selling parts um, on the road. Okay. And, of course, we sold oil, and the oil uh, produced was was by a company that did it, and they required it for the warranty of their engines, diesel engines. And when they sent the men out, they so often to do uh, conferences and talks. He explained to us that when they developed multi-grade oil, such as NW30, 40, whatever, the W really didn't stand for weight. Now, what we're talking about with oil is viscosity, which makes sense. And he said the W stood for winter, so people, more of a marketing tool, so that people would know that they could drive their car from the north to Florida using the same oil. Have you ever heard of this, and is, or is this just a, uh, a fallacy? No, no, that's what, that's exactly the rap in the 60s and the 70s and even into the 80s. It's exactly, uh-huh. that's what they told us. There's a couple of things. Number one, nobody knows what the hell W means. It can be winter, it can be oh. Wisconsin, it can be, I've heard a hundred different uh. things. But it's, it's, I believe it's a 10 weight slash 30. So a 10 uh-huh. W, and, and, and the 10 30 means this. The flow, the oil will flow like a ten weight when it's cold, and right. a thirty weight when it's hot. So the properties now the oil doesn't change viscosity; it just has a different flow characteristics. When we have two pieces, I'm doing this for everybody else. We have two pieces of metal that are rubbing one another really, really fast together, and in the in the mm-hmm. middle of there is the is a is a hair, a hair two thousandths. That's right. how. Uh, so we need to get oil in, and the oil will go through that joint, and it will carry the heat away. It'll provide lubrication, so it goes in and goes out. But there's a constant train of oil going through this rod bearing, or this main bearing, or this cam bearing. So we're flushing it. We're carrying the heat and the trash away. The oil goes around, goes back into the pan. It's sucked back up, and it goes through that joint again. That was mm-hmm. all the way it was in the 60s and the 70s. That's, you're right. What you said is that's the way it is. Back then, we had all kinds of oils. Most of it was snake oil, unless it had a brand like Texaco yeah. or Shell or Mobile right. or something like that. And then there was a whole lot of stuff going on where you could only use GM oil or you could only use Ford mm-hmm. Motorcraft oil. None of that is true, and here's why. There's a Magnuson-Moss Act that's a law, and it says that if you dictate someone has to use your distilled water in their iron, then you must furnish that for free. Oh, wow. So that's called the Magnuson-Moss Act. 
So they cannot dictate what fuel you put in your car, what oil you put in your car. They can't do that. And if so, they do, they're just being so really. So really, Mark, back in that day, they could have just as well said 10 viscosity 30, 10 viscosity 40, and we'd have 10 B 40 on our cans or bottles now. Well, it's just a matter of 10. It morphed from 10 Terminology. W. It, it morphed from 10 W 30 to 10 slash 30. It, that's that's the but I'm, that's but the. I'm getting that. How, I'm 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 getting picky, and I'm saying viscosity may be a more uh, accurate way to describe how oil works than weight. Well, you know, there's there, it. You're going to confuse everybody when you when you start moving the words around, and that's the reason mm-hmm. why all of us that have been trained, it flows. I like it has the characteristics of a ten weight, which is sewing machine oil, by the way, consistency mm-hmm. of water. Yeah. It has a ten weight. It has the consistency of a ten weight when it's cold, because we don't want peanut butter in the engine when the motor's cold. Right. But on the other hand, the thirty weight it flows like a thirty weight when it's hot, and the thirty weight can, can go, get in the joint and carry the heat away. So it's all mm-hmm. a matter of semantics. But it's you and I talking about it, and we've lost half of my audience, and it's because of you, Steve, that. 50% of the people just hung up on this radio station. <laughs> I'm teasing you. Me. I'm sorry. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. I know. Okay. Okay, listen. Thanks a lot, Mark. Okay, thank you. All righty. And then, Brian, you stay there because you're going to be my first caller, but i got to take a break, and that means I have four lines open, 602-508-0960. So if you want to chime in, you got a question, you got a comment, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show. I, you know, I just wonder if... Five years from now, or 50 years from now, they're going to laugh at all this, or whether we're just going to have an entirely new language. What is it, Ralph Waldo Emerson? How did it, Ralph Waldo Emerson put it? The fall of man is preceded by the fall of language. Yeah, yeah, we might be on that way. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Look out, world, we're getting strong. The future's here and we belong. She can sell, she can do more. Like build a rocket and watch it soar. Or clean the oceans and make the world a better place. Oh, she can sell, so can you. Find a cure. Learn more at Chic and STEM. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When it comes to Sun City, there's only one shop in Sun City that I have thoroughly examined and can say to you that they're a good shop and they're owned by good people and they know the difference from right and wrong and they've been in business since 1982. Chuck and I have been friends since 1968. He ran a gas station and that was one of the gas stations I worked when I was in high school. So if you're looking for a good shop, then I recommend Automotive Dynamics. It's on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue because I know the family and I know they're honest and I know they know how to fix your car and if they don't they'll raise their hand and tell you that i can't fix your car we need a fresh pair of eyes that's something my shop says at least once a month so we just sometimes it's just beyond our capability and we'll refer you to somebody who's better but in in sun city auto dynamics is my go-to shop let's go to the phones bob thank you for holding how can i help you hi mark bob up in Payson. how you doing today good good hey calling on behalf of my brother-in-law he has a 2003 Dodge Ram 1500 with a 5.7 Hemi, 260,000 miles on it. Been running great. He pulled into a gas station last week, filled up a gas, restarted the vehicle. Is very, very rough idle, would almost not accelerate. And I went down and I took a look at it. And um, he hadn't, he'd never changed the spark plugs, so we threw some spark plugs in it, which took us a uh, eight hours <laughs> didn't realize that these engines have 16 spark plugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the days of 39.95 spark plugs there they were a long time ago unbelievable anyway you got the idea that that did not fix it very very rough idle almost sounds mechanical in nature it starts every time won't idle unless you give it gas and then it doesn't accelerate very well Okay. Well, I'm up here in Payson right now. You know that I'm back and forth a lot, but I'm transmitting from the studio in Payson. Okay. I, I'm I'm going to tell you that then this is between you and me, okay? <laughs> I've been up here since 2009. Um, I've looked at a lot of repair orders. Um, there's a big contingent of retired policemen and military guys up here that, that I am part of, of their friendship. And so I get to Absolutely. look at their repair bills. Um, there's two shops in Payson that I recommend on a regular basis. The first one is Coyote Automotive, Dan. Good. And Dan does my mother-in-law's Suburban, and she lives here as well. And the other day, Dan waved his magic wand on a couple of mode, uh, door modes, and I thought it would be three times that much money, and he fixed it for one-third of what I thought it would be. And so, this, and the other this. one is, is Miller Automotive. And the two of them are on Main Street. They're both honest. They're both dependable. And I want to 
tell you and I'll tell everybody else because I don't care. There's a couple of real bandits in Payson. And there are people that don't know what they're doing. And there's people that that are telling people lies. And, you know, once you use synthetic, then you have to use synthetic for the rest of your life. And your tires are timing. It's not a 10-year timeout. It's really a 7-year timeout. You know, that kind of stuff drives me crazy. It wads up my panties. My voice gets real high. And I just get really mad. But um, Okay, I neglected to say he's in Mesa. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> then you're going to have to go to Thompson's Auto Body. <laughs> or Th- Thompson's Auto Repair on Mesa and Stapley and Main Street. Thompson's Auto okay. Repair. Tell Brian and Thelma, Mark Salem says you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this thing, but they can and they will, and they, they're very good. It's the only shop in Mesa I can recommend. Does it sound electronic to you? You know, it doesn't. Um, it it's the 260,000 miles and a timing chain that has jumped a tooth. Um, I'd be willing to say I'm probably 25% of the time right. <laughs> and, and, okay. I'm, and I'm thinking that backfiring, running rough, lots of engine clatter. You, you alluded to a mechanical issue, 260,000 yeah. miles. So this truck has been around the world five times. And so the yeah. first thing I would do is I would, um, does it have a distributor in it? I think it does, doesn't it? Yeah, I it does. don't think so, and I think it has an electronic throttle too. Okay, I, I think it does. It's a, it's. You said it's an O three, so I think it has a distributor in it. But um, and but you replaced twelve. They they did spark plugs times two. Is that what you said? Sixteen. Sixteen yeah. spark times okay. eight. Two times eight. All right. Well, one of the things I do is is um, if it has a distributor, I take the cap off and I'd put a big breaker bar on the front crankshaft and I'd lift it up and push it down and lift it up and push it down. And if there's a heck of a delay every time I do that, then the chain's jumped a tooth. The chain is real bad, and you do a timing chain first and hope like heck that you didn't bend all the valves. So well, exactly I, correct. This this could be a big dog repair bill, um, but but it may not be. Um, it will it even run at all? Yeah, it starts and runs every time, but he has to keep his foot on the accelerator pedal to keep it idling or else it'll quit. Okay, now can he hold a steady idle and have it zzzz? Can he do that? He can hold a steady idle. Okay, that's good news. Because he couldn't hold a steady idle if the timing chain had slipped a tooth or two because the engine vacuum would be all fouled up. So the fact that he can hold a steady idle is a good thing. That's a good thing. I, 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 it's sparker fuel. There's going to be no question it's sparker fuel, or there's a big, huge vacuum leak on there because you guys had 16 spark plugs to replace, and you left some vacuum line off, which causes a hissing noise, which causes a rough idle, and causes the the, the car's inability to idle at all. So I, I don't know, but I don't think, th- but I'm a little bit worried about the motor noise, and that's why I'm jumping to the timing chain. So yeah, it, well, we're kind of thinking, we're thinking timing chain and or a drop valve. When you, you, the drop valve is going to bring the motor to a stop. It ain't going to run no more. Because when it's you drop gonna, a, if if you drop a valve, you're going to blow it up in the cylinder, and the piston's going to come apart. Now you're going to have oil up into the spark plug area. You're going to have a hell of a noise and a hell, of, and you're going to have so much blow by and stuff like that. Every time the piston goes up, all that press, compression goes into the crankshaft, and we're blowing oil out of the valve covers. We're pulling it out of the PCV valve. Uh, you got all kinds of calamities going on. So I'm not thinking a, a, val- a, a stop uh, a dropped valve is going to be the problem, but. God so it knows. doesn't sound like 
doesn't sound like an air mass flow sensor. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay, very good, sir. All right. Good. Hey, and do me a favor. If you if you do fix it out, fix it, or somebody fixes it, then call me and let me know so I can learn from that. Okay. You betcha. We'll see you later. Okay. Thank you, Bob. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And we have another caller. Who might that be? Say good morning to Mike. Mike, good morning. Yes, good morning, Mark. I have a Ford F-150 2008, a 5.4 V8 engine. It's got 194000 on it. And I've noticed uh, just recently it started getting a vibration. It's not so much when it's in park, but as I go down the road, it vibrates more. Now, say, for instance, uh, I'm coming up to a stoplight and I take my foot off the gas, it quits vibrating. Now, the other day I was working on a neighbor's dirt front yard and I was towing a piece of metal only weighed a couple hundred pounds and I'd pull it past where the ruts were and then I'd disconnect that from the tow hitch and then I'd pull up further where the driveway was wider. I'd put it in reverse to turn around and when I'd put it in the drive, the engine would just idle down and stop and it did that three times. Now, I also noticed that the tachometer, when this vibration and stuff is going on, it doesn't sit there and fluctuate going fast and okay. slow. I can't, I, can't, I can't help you because there's way too many moving parts here, but I can tell you this much. Guys my age can just drive it and tell you what's the matter with it. So it, do we do, did we lose a harmonic balancer? Did we lose a couple of cylinders? Um, did, is, the, is the torque converter acting up? Um, I would suggest that you drive it around in first gear as you're moving that stuff around and see if that makes any difference. See if a different gear change in the transmission where you hold it in first, hold it in second, hold it in third, see if that makes any difference. The, the torque converter is not going to be a part of the vibration, although it could be because it could be bad, but the torque converter doesn't really activate until 45, 55 miles an hour. Hour, and you're talking about low-speed operation up until then. But the torque converter could have come apart, and that would cause a vibration. But what's, what, what bothers me so much is, is the fact that you have, you have uh, a vibration, and when you give it gas, it goes away. That's what's bothering me. Got to go. We'll be back. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. If you're like most people retiring today, you can't just live on Social Security alone. And most don't have a pension. So how do you achieve a certain level of retirement income? Tune in Sundays at 8 a.m. for the Bright Wealth Management Show with Matt Dagus. Learn how to protect your principal, lock in your gains, avoid probate, and generate income that you can't outlive. Create your own personal pension. Take the right financial steps towards a lasting retirement. That's the Bright Wealth Management Show with Matt Dagus, Sundays at 8 a.m. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over! Whoa! The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him? You can't even see the top of that thing! 
even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Choices Pregnancy Resource Centers have been a part of the greater Phoenix area for nearly 40 years. That means since 1983, more than 10,000 lives have been saved. This is a joyful story of God's redemption. We invite you to join us in the fight for life. Join us in providing a greater love to women and babies in our area. Right now, you can use the Arizona tax credit and receive a dollar-for-dollar state tax credit up to $800 when you make a donation to Choices. Your financial partnership will help us serve more women and open a fourth location because women deserve better and babies deserve a chance. Learn more at choicesaz.com slash donate. That's choicesaz.com slash donate. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Reduced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All about that after the hour and let me see what's going on here because um all of a sudden i have lost my uh uh gil have you got me oh yeah i got you mark okay you're, you're okay. live all right all right i just wanted to to um, make sure i've oh i know what i did so it's my fault uh, I moved my screen and I unplugged my audio off of my Comrex. <laughs> so that's what happens. Okay, I've got two call or I've got Will and I've got open lines available 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I want to talk to Mike. He had that F150 2008 and he had a vibration. Mike, um there's the the top 25% of our industry only wants to drive that truck. We just want to feel the vibration. We want to put it in different gears. We want to go fast. We want to go slow. We want to see if it's power steering related, transmission related, gear differential related, if it's movement related, if it'll make it happen when it's there. This is, And then we're going to check the fluid. We're going to look at the codes on the computer. We're going to look to make sure that the command is right and the torque converter is locking up and all that kind of stuff. So 
it there's going to be a diagnostic charge associated with this and so I, I don't want to misrepresent the diagnostic charge where we just get in and we feel the vibration and we're done because that's just the beginning we have to decide how we can make it come and go and then we also have to identify the source of it and included in that is checking the fluids and codes and all that other kind of stuff so it's just not that hard of a of a job to do you just need to find somebody who's um, been around a while and and preferably somebody like an ASE master that's been in the business for 15 years or something like that and those are the well-seasoned guys that really do know um, a whole lot about that and so uh, that's that's the easiest way to handle it let's go to will will thank you for holding how can i help you yes hi mark i've been listening to you for a long time and i appreciate all the advice you give us i i really appreciate it i think it was last week you had like a little chiropractic adjustment you did for this guy's transmission kind of <laughs> rocking a little bit i thought that that stuff is just priceless you know we we just it's just unbelievable <laughs> Okay, my question for you today is I, I'm trying to help my 20-year-old grandson. He wants to become an auto mechanic. We live up in the Prescott area. Okay. So he's signed up for the local community college, which is a good college, and um, he's going to start, you know. And I was just wondering, like, what did your son do and your daughter do, and what, what are guys doing nowadays to get break into the auto mechanic field? Well, he, he, he's going to start at the local community college and take some auto mechanics classes. Right, right. Okay. That's a good place to start. Um, I'm not a fan of the two very large schools in town that puts them in a debt load of somewhere between twenty and fifty thousand dollars. Okay. I'm not a fan of that. Um, I think what he does is once he determines, you know, what part of the car he wants to work on, or if he wants to be a general repair technician, which is where I started and a whole lot of my friends started. Um, then he gets a job at an oil change facility. But what what's the real key is is he needs to move around not every month. Not he needs to move maybe once or twice a year. He he can go to Discount Tire and he can work there and he learns everything there is to know about tires and vibration and application and load range and inflation. And then from there he goes to a quick loop facility and, and he, he, he learns how to change oil on everything. And he learns how to check all the fluids, the belts, the hoses, the tires. He learns how to find out where the inflation for the tires is written on the truck so that he can do that. And from that point, after he gets well-versed in tires and oil changes and, and stuff like that, and the ability to to service the transmission, service the differential, the transfer cases, and all that kind of stuff, then he'll go into a general repair shop, and he'll be what we call an LOF guy. He's going to do all the oil changes. Well, you, those of us are smart enough to know that those kinds of young men and women are going to be next to a very seasoned, very cranky, very gray-headed SOB. And we're going to tell the SOB, be nice to the kid next door. And, and when you find something really special, bring him over and show him what you're doing. Well, that becomes a bond, and it has for our shop for hundreds of years. I'm, I say hundreds. For many years. And and the 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 guys will take the the young kid and they'll just say I want him in the bay next to me. We want three bays between us. I want bay two. He and we're going to have three as a wild card, and then he's going to be in bay four. And we're going to and we're going to work together. And I'm going to train him as we go along. That's the very best thing he could hope for. And if he wants to apply for shops that follow that training process, go to MarkSalem.com and look at all the shops I have that I say are really good shops. All of us 
are are ones that would be happy to have him take a, co a community college class, um, maybe even attempt a, an oil change kind of ASE certification test and maybe pass it. And that's really, that's where you start. He Again, Discount Tire is a good place. Uh, Walmart's a good place. Quick Lubes are a good place. Alignment Shops are a good place. Um, and he's going to get a, a, a real good fundamental uh, a knowledge. But he he's going to ultimately decide where he wants to be. He wants to be a tune-up tech. He wants to be a front-end guy. He wants to be a, 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 a drivetrain guy, engine transmission, transfer case, and differential. He'll find his niche, and then once he does that, then he'll be fine. We have, I, I don't know how many techs we have, 10 or 12 techs. Each one of them has a skill, but there's a lot of them are master techs, which means they've passed all the eight automotive tests, and these guys are bumper to bumper. They don't, they don't, but every once in a while they'll talk to one another just because they want a fresh pair of eyes. And the master techs are the guys that are out there that are making fifty dollars to $100,000 a year. And so I think that's what his target's probably going to be. Okay. Well, thank okay. you, sir, and you, you have a happy new year. Okay. And thank you, Will. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. I think the lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. There's five of them. i got to take a break. Be back in about three minutes. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hey! Is that a faucet running? Nope. That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. When it comes to car repair shops, Kurtz Auto's been on our list for 10 more years, 10 or more years. Um, And I have a core group of people that's on my list. And I'm proud to tell you that I I know I'm tempting fate here. I haven't been involved in a customer complaint on a shop on my list in the last five years. So I, I, every once in a while I do get involved, and, and usually we bring it to a conclusion, and the shop's a little unhappy and the customer's a little unhappy or something like that, but we work hard. But Kurtz Automotive, I, I don't think I've ever had a complaint on Kurtz. He's at I-17 and Bell Road. He has ASE certified technicians, both gas and diesel. He, uh, he works on all kinds of domestic and import vehicles, and, and they're really good, and I think they do something that we actually copied ourselves. If you're, you bring in a car that we just know we're not the good, at, the best car guy at, then we'll tell you who is. So like a lot of us will do maintenance on a Saab, but when it comes to a check engine light or it comes when I turn on the radio, the air conditioning goes away, that's going to be, we're going to send you to somebody who just deals in Saabs. But Kurtz Automotive, good guy, I-17 and Bell, you live in that area, he's a good guy. Let's go to Ken. Ken, thank you for holding. How can I help you? So I have a question uh, regarding an all, or actually it's four-wheel drive vehicle, um, the front hub looks like it, someone took a sledgehammer to the rim of it and put it a bit out of round to the point where the rotor doesn't exactly sit flat against the hub. Okay. And I'm curious to know like, two things. One is that, I mean, there is a slight vibration when driving the vehicle. And I mean, that could be from that. It could be just from some other, you know, issue in the newer tires, but Could that also lead to where the three bolts that hold it in at 75 foot-pounds of torque can actually all three get loose? Well, if you've got something bent on the front end, you have to go in and fix it. Um, Well, no, I know know it's kind of of a bit of a dispute. It was actually warranty work, and they were fixing axle seals and... uh, I, you know, they, they, there's several things that had gone wrong. The bolts had come loose from the hub. It caused the wheel to tuck under a little bit, which caused the... And I, I had done the brakes recently. I used only, you know, OEM parts on the vehicle. Okay, well, you, you, you know, I, 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 I'm obligated to jump in and tell you I don't use OEM parts. There is no such thing as an OEM part. Everything oh, no, I, that's I sold at the dealership yeah. can be sold at, 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 and it has different stuff in it. So, so when you when you do that, you lose my attention, and and it, it causes tremendous anxiety for me because it starts a whole new conversation on the internet again, and everybody wa- wants to to fight about whether I put GM and or Ford. If if you have a problem with a shop and and you think that you've been treated unfairly, then I want you to file a nice complaint with the Better Business Bureau Auto Advisory Committee. It's a f- committee that I, I I founded years and years ago. 
I'm not on the committee, but I was one of the founders. It's a very fair committee. And they're going to ask for all your records, and they're going to ask the shop to comment, and then they're going to make a decision. And if the shop's a member of the Better Business Bureau, he's agreed to abiding by the decision. That's the easiest way. It's cheap. It's free. And it's the easiest way to get this whole thing issued. But you've already said that you've been involved in some of the repair. You've done this or you've done that, and they did this and they did that. And I'm paraphrasing. So make sure you tell all of that because it's important for the big picture it doesn't going to hurt you by saying that, but just make sure you tell that, and that's what I would do if I were you. But I, I, I can't possibly, um, I can't possibly go over your complaint through your eyes on the radio. I, I need to, you know, I, I would need to see the whole thing, and, and that's not something that that I do anymore. But anyway, Ken, good luck to you. Better Business Bureau Auto Advisory Committee. John, you're up next. How can I help you? I have a 2018 Silverado and. Uh... A while ago, while pulling my trailer, I was hit in the rear end, and it ended up bending the frame on the Silverado in the back. Okay. Do I need to seek out any uh, specialists, or is I, what kind of problems can I expect? Well, who, who's going to fix the damage? Well, I already went to the insurance company and uh, to their place, and uh, and they were kind of you know saying, well, we may be able to fix it, and that's something about sweating it and, and bending it back. But they seemed a little tentative that actually there might be a problem and it may not be able to be fixed. So I just... Well, you're asking a question that can't be answered. That's the problem. Um, No one knows whether we're going to have to replace the frame rail or if we can get it back in line until we try to get it back in line and until we get it up in the air and we strip off all the, the stuff that's hiding the frame and all that other kind of stuff. So um, it, it's we can put it on an alignment on a four wheel alignment machine, and we can tell you that the right front tire is an inch in front of the left left front tire, which means that the right rear corner of the frame was driven forward. But then we have frame racks that we put it on, we strap it down with chains, and then we pull everything back. So I mean, today when you fix a frame compared to years ago, it's the difference between Windows and DOS. So we have equipment in the body shop world that's very simple to operate. Um, it's it's very technical. You strap the car down. You air up all the tires the same. You take a bunch of readings off of each of the four wheels, and then you, it's like a big chiropractic bench. You pull here and snap it here, and you pull here and you snap it here. This isn't that big of a deal, but it's okay. not something you should be involved in. But you 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 make sure that whoever you take it to has the ability to straighten and or replace a frame rail and get all four corners square. That's an important consideration because what happens is somebody takes it in, they fix it, or at least they think they fix it, they give it to you, it's not right, you take it to a frame shop, they go, no, this this thing's four inches out. Now that is a heck of a mess, and you don't want to be involved in that. So you just one place does all the work, and uh, and 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 just talk to the insurance adjusters because the insurance adjusters knows who's the good guys are in the paint, paint and body shop world. I would follow their advice. Does that help you? Sure does. Thanks. Okay. All right. Good luck to you, John. Don, you're up next. Hey, Don. Don, can you talk to me, Don? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, good. Good. Can you turn down your radio there in the background? Go ahead. Thank you. What's yeah, up? I did. I okay. did. Hey, on my 03 uh, Buick LeSabre, 3.8 Series 2, started it up, 
uh, let's open up the crank filler and see what's going on because I drove it to a place and I looked, there's a puddle underneath, but I had the heater going. Of course, I didn't think, it, I forgot that the air AC runs when the heater goes too. So I've got Melky in the uh, top of the motor and I'm going, okay, does it need an upper plenum? Well, my stepson's a GM tech and I'm just wondering why I should get a hold of him and let him look at it even though he doesn't work anymore because of his Crohn's. So you, so you basically, you, you have water inside the engine. Yeah. Okay. But I know it's not a head gasket because it's never overheated. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know that I'd make that bad That's if true. I were you. Um, I think what you the first thing anybody's going to do is is they're going to put a pressure tester on it, and they're going to go find the leak. And so if it's inside the engine, we drain the oil, we put fill it up with water. Yeah, and I had right. I had some issues earlier. We placed both of those little L L things in the front of the motor. Okay, but what, what I'm saying is the diagnostic process is drain the oil and leave the drain plug out of it, fill it up with water, put a pressure tester on it, and find the leak. And if it's coming out of the, if it's coming out of the drain plug hole in the oil pan, then, then the leak is inside the motor, and somebody's going to have to take yeah. the head off to figure out where it's leaking yeah, from, or the timing the... cover, or the timing cover. And so, yeah. But if it's not, if it's an external leak, then you'll see it external. So do you have a pressure tester right. you can use? Uh, I think Ken's got one. I'm not really sure if not, okay. I can get one from AutoZone. Yeah, you can you can rent them from AutoZone. But yeah, fill it up with right. water, drain the oil, take the drain plug out of it, pressure test it. The cap says 13 pounds. I want you to put 14 in it. Walk away, come back, look underneath it, and you'll find where the leak's at. If it comes well, out of the drain plug hole. It was full of coolant last night. It was full of coolant last night, and I put some water in the reserve bottle. Okay, and, but... Uh, None of that makes any difference in the testing and the diagnostic procedure. None of, I mean, no right. one cares. We're trying to find out where the leak's at. And, and, right. And, and if you want to find out where the leak's at, then you have to do some version of what I've just suggested to you. Right. And, Probably and, the upper, upper intake, what I'm thinking. Because it's been changed once in that motor. So. Okay. Hope well, is there, is there water that runs through the upper intake? Oh, yeah. On that 3.8, you bet. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, where's that water going to end up? It's going to end up the spark plug yeah. holes, right? So, take, up, yeah. So to pressure test it. Take all the spark plugs out of it. Pressure test it. Wait till the gauge falls to zero, and then have your wife stand there right in front of those spark plug holes and crank the motor over. And when you cover her with brown water, she'll be really happy with you. But at least you'll no, know that it's the end. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. She passed away in October, unfortunately. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that was yeah, an inappropriate joke. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But, um, yeah, that's... If, I'll if, get my if, stepdaughter to do it. But she'll no. stand there for two seconds no. and she gets wet. And goes to, no, 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 Don, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. I'm sorry to hear about your wife. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, thank you. All right, Tell Don. Renee and you guys have a happy new year. And, to, and same to you, Don. Thank you very much. Don and I go back. 20, 30 years, and he's driven a tow truck, and he's one of those guys that no matter what you put down in front of him or behind him, or he can tow it. He doesn't care if it's a combine. He doesn't care if it's a tractor. He doesn't care if it's an airplane. He doesn't care whatever. He just has the skill level to haul whatever you want him to haul. And um, and, and I, I remember talking to him at one time, and he actually took an airplane, and they took the wings off, and he hauled the fuselage and the two wings from one place to the other, and was able to do it without damaging everything. So he's 
he's been around the block a few times, but he handles big vehicles and motorhomes just um, quite well. Anyway, my name is Mark Salem, and if you want to get a hold of me, you can mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark is with a K, M-A-R-K. Salem is like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M dot com and uh, send me and tell me your make and model and just give me a quick synopsis of what the situation is i have a water leak um this is what happened and this is where i see water leaking and that kind of stuff um if i call you back and i usually do but i'll send you an email and say hey um what day's good or what time is good i wake up at four to feed horses and i go to bed at ten thirty. so somewhere in that area um, i'll call with my cell phone but it's going to be a blocked number and when you answer i'm going to say this is mark salem i'm returning your call about your car problem that's the first thing that comes out of my mouth and that way you'll not hang up on me so mark at MarkSalem.com. You can go to MarkSalem.com and look at, and we have a list of shops that are available. We have a list of FAQs that I've developed over the last 30 years. So all the car questions we've covered today have all been, um, we have FAQs that address those issues. So um, it's, it's, it's a conglomeration of, we've been doing radio in the Valley since 1988 and so that we've kept track of all that. <laughs> and I have the show sheets from every radio show I've ever done. For instance, um, this today, John was my first caller, then Jane, Tom, Dan, Jack, Stan, Steve, and I have Dan had a 77 440 Dodge, and, uh, I, and I, turned, I, I turned him over to Harker's Automotive because that's where he came from anyway. And then Tom had a high idle 3.6, um, and I told him to go to Simmons in Tucson. So I keep all those show sheets so that I, I know what I said and what they said to me. And, and you can also email me, like I said, mark at marksalem.com. We don't have any callers on the line, right? Okay, and one of the things that that um, is happening right now is is there's just a whole lot of salesmanship going on right now. And when you take your car in, and, and, and it can be a quick loop facility, it can be a Walmart kind of place, it can be an independent repair shop like mine, it can be a dealership, it can be a specialty shop. Our re- auto repair industry has at least 10 categories. Every... There are problem shops in every category, but the common denominator is is you took it in for a 1995 oil change, and you know and I know that that's a really cheap oil change, and you took it in there, and lo and behold, you get an estimate from them of that you need $888 worth of work. You, you just take the list, ask them questions, write down notes, say thank you, make sure that the estimates are complete, and say thank you and leave. That's that's what you do, and that'll give you an opportunity to look at it and say, wait a minute, um, he's got a fuel injection flush here for $200. What is that for? What is that going to fix? And he says, oh, you need to do that every 50,000 miles. Then you say, well, let me get my owner's manual out, and would you show me where it says that? And unfortunately, it doesn't say that. But that's how you protect yourself. That's called self-defense for car expense. You just protect yourself. Know what to say and what to do. The default is, listen, you've told me a lot of information. Could I get you to write it down on my work order for me? I'll just sit in the lobby if you'll just type it out because I have a bad memory. And if you just write all that out for me, I'd appreciate it. If they're pulling your leg and if they're telling you something that isn't true, they aren't going to do that. They're smarter than that. They're not going to tell you your scooculator valve is bad and that that's a $2,200 repair. 
They're not going to tell you that because there's no such thing as a skookulator valve. So those are the self-defense for car expense. It's something that we've talked about forever. I'll see you next Saturday right here on KKNT. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.